Alan Kring Productions, in association with Emergent Light Studio, presents the Illinois State Collegiate Compendium, Academic Lectures in Business and Economics. This is Business Finance, FIL 240 for Autumn Semester 2022. Today is primarily devoted to a quiz that you will take, Quiz 8. It is considered a review quiz, prepping you for the final. On Wednesday, we will go through the, all of the details of the final, as much as I can give you, to, so you can write your study guide to proceed forward and ace the final exam. This quiz is a little bit unusual well, it's quite unusual in one way. In one, of course, it is a review, and I did cut out the bond questions because it was just there was too much for a quiz. I mean, it was just like overwhelming. However, this is a 25-minute quiz, and you'll start in just a little bit here. And then, strangely enough, I made it so that you can take you have two attempts at it, so you can try it again before 11:55 tonight. High score will count. Now, if you don't want me to do that, let me know. I can change it to a one attempt only. Okay. As a beginning to the discussion of the review, this is a preliminary uh, review just to get going for the big review on Wednesday. I will ask you about markets. I've gone through the markets every day that we have had class, I think, every day. And so I will anticipate that you understand the terminology and you know how to read a screen because I will put a screen on the final exam. I'll also ask you a few other questions about markets as well, things that we have talked about on a daily basis. So for example, as you can see, we have a, a seriously bear market right now. Today is just a down day a hardcore down day, as a matter of fact. Uh, all of the, the indexes are down, S&P 500 and the Dow 30. How do you tell it's an index? You'll see a number after the name of the uh, 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 thing. In this case, S&P 500 is an index. It says 500. That's 500 of the large uh, com the companies uh, that are the largest public companies in the world. The Dow 30, that's an index because it's, you see the 30. So that would tell you that that must be an index as well. If this is 30 huge companies that comprise the Dow Industrial. Well, I don't know if they even call it the Industrials anymore. But the NASDAQ, now that is an actual exchange. It is a, a place in, in NASDAQ's case, uh, case, it's a virtual place where many different stocks are bought and sold. And these are almost all small cap stocks. There are a few huge companies in here, but it measures the pulse of the smaller companies of the country. And the Russell 2000, well, that would be an index because it has a number after it. Now, going over here, crude oil, you notice that it is falling. I might ask you something about what has been going on with oil since the beginning of the uh, semester. 
Generally, it tried to stay in a band from 82 to 89, but now it has lost that and it has dropped down and it's now in the upper 70s. It's just kind of now has found a new range. And I, we really don't know where this new range is. Some are saying it's about 75 to 79. Others are saying, no, it's probably more like about 75 to 82, but it's in a, it's in a band. Gold and, metal, uh, gold and silver are metals. They represent uh, where investors would put money if they were very concerned about an economy. Going over here, the bonds. Uh, if I see that the bonds, this chart is showing green. It's going up. That is yields going up, which means that the uh, prices are going down. Prices would be going down if investors in bonds are selling bonds. Well, where is that money going? Well, they could be going over here and buying stocks, but that's not what they're doing either. Well, then maybe they're over here buying metals. No, they're not buying metals. The only other place that that money could be going is into cash. In other words, the investors are getting out of all the markets and waiting to see what happens next. Going over here, and one more, uh, well, I see the FTSC 100. That would be an index. It's 100 large stocks on the London Exchange. Similarly, the Nikkei 225. That would be an index of 225 very large companies on the Tokyo Exchange. So by that, I can give you a list, and I say which ones of these are indexes and which ones are exchanges, something along that line on your final exam. <clears throat> and uh, those aren't too hard, just it's important. For example, if I said the NYSE, well, that would be an exchange. There's no number after it. NYSE is the largest exchange in the world by market cap. And the Amex, the American Stock Exchange, that would be an exchange because it doesn't have any number after it. It's not a certain number of stocks in it. Now, just to irritate myself, if I give you a screen on the final, and I will give you a screen on the final, stop it. No, I don't want to know more about Tesla, you fools. Okay, here we go. If I look at TSLA, then I can certainly tell that the uh, bid, oh, for heaven's sakes, you can't even get a bid and ask right. Let me get out of that one. The problem is that Yahoo has delays in their quotations, and that makes it a little complicated sometimes. Um, um, uh, what, what else could I do? Um, Pfizer, just something easy. Now we see that Pfizer, if I wanted to buy one round lot, a round lot is 100 shares. I won't say that on the exam. I'll say you want to buy one round lot of Pfizer. That means you know you're going to buy 100 shares and you will pay the ask, which is 5073. So you will pay $5,073 net of commissions and all that. 
if you want to sell a one round lot of PFE, you will sell it at, you will get $50.72 per share. So you would get $5,072 if you sold one round lot of PFE. This is how I will ask it on the exam. As far as volume goes, well, <coughs> Pfizer is actually kind of in, this one's kind of odd. Pfizer is actually kind of in the middle of its 52-week range. Over the past year, it's run from 41.45 to 61.71. Right now, it's closing in on 51, so, I mean, it's right in about the middle of its range. I can see that on-balance volume is weak today. It is a light day. I could ask you about that. The market cap, which is the price per share times the number of shares outstanding, is $285 billion. These are all fair game on the final. Make sure you can read a stock screen. Now, if I look at this beta, that is low risk. It's below one. So there is no question that this is one of those stocks that is actually kind of like sitting there looking stupid right now. Uh, very, very, uh, not very, but quite safe. This is a very, well, yeah, it is a very safe investment, I should say. And the P-E ratio is confirming this. The P-E ratio below 30 is telling us that it is safe. Matter of fact, it might even have some potential for upside price movement to bring that price earnings ratio up closer to 25 or 30. But uh, that's speculation. Now, is Pfizer a profitable company? Yes, because it pays a dividend of $5 and, uh, I'm sorry, it earned $5.22 per share. So that's a that's, that's big profit. If you took the number of shares, that times the number of shares, that's a large net income. And do they pay a dividend? Well, they certainly do. They pay $1.60 a share, which is 3.14% of the $50.68. So in other words, if you paid $50.68, you'd get a dividend for $1.60, which represents a return dividend yield of 3.1814. Now, interestingly, if I wanted to do a quick, dirty exercise, let me pull up a calculator here. I'm going to ask you this. I will ask you this, so make sure you know how to do this. Yahoo is estimating that this company will, the stock price will be $54.78 in one year. $54.78 divided by, if I bought it for $50.69 now, whoops, whoa, whoa, 0.69, minus one. So I would earn a capital gain on a one-year hold. If Yahoo is right, I'd earn a capital gain of 8.07%. Now, I would also earn a $1 at 3.14% dividend yield. So I can add that. So my total annual return, if things are the way they are represented here, 
would be my total return for a one-year hold on Pfizer would be 11.21%. Now, interestingly, that's actually pretty decent. I think if I ran CAPM on 0.65, I wouldn't get quite that. So this is a decent deal. If it comes through and the stock price goes up, as Yahoo is predicting, and if the dividend is actually paid, then yeah, this is a pretty darn good, uh, pretty decent investment for a beta that's only 0.65. So make sure you know how to do what I've just told you here in the past few minutes. Oh, mother's work is never done. This is important because I can, if you know this, it's like eight points very quickly on the final exam. Just go through, read the numbers, answer the questions. Take you maybe a minute, minute and a half. The whole name of the game on the final is to clear out all the easies. I put enough easy questions on the exam for you to get a decent C, maybe a B minus, just with gimmies, uh, uh, questions that are very quick to answer. That gives you plenty of time to do those bigger ones like the math questions, which we'll get to. Now, on Wednesday, now you're going to take the quiz here in just a few minutes. It should open up. And then from there, um, you'll have another chance to take it. Go home, eat some dinner, have a, have a fit or a nap or whatever you want. And then you can try it again. Your highest of the two attempts will be what scores for your grade book.